Hi, I'm Carrie. And I'm Diana. And you're listening to Fiction Kitchen, where we're cooking with inspiration from our favorite books, movies, and TV. Today we are talking about A Girl Walks Home Alone at Night and Delilah Dirk. Delilah Dirk? Yeah! Cool! She, she yeah. walks home alone at night sometimes. Oh, excellent! <laughs> Okay, so lots of, yeah, lots of walking, lots of loneliness. Uh, I don't know. Um, yeah, we, we literally just told each other what we're going to do. And so, yeah, it's, most of the time we kind of talk about it during the week. But this time we're going in completely cold. Surprise. So, yeah, we're going to explore these topics. But first, let's do Tasty Time, where we talk about what's going on in fiction food. Mm-hmm. Tasty Time. Do you have something... Want to um, I ha- I have a little self promotion thing, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> which I-, I feel we're doing. Like you've done it in the past, and I'm like, no, no, it's your podcast. Talk about it, but it's still it is kind of weird right? when you do. <laughs> but do yeah, my thing it. is, um, I'm I'm starting to write a a monthly recipe column on um, the Nightmare on Film Street podcast website. So that's another podcast, and if you are into um into horror movies like I definitely recommend them their podcast is really fun it's um John and Kim and they talk about horror movies and they have like a few different episode formats but my favorites are when they do like two movies two movies that are like related in some way and they put them like head to head and they talk about each one and rate them and you know battle them out so it's a fun um yeah, it's a fun podcast, but they also have a website where they do, like, all kinds of horror news, and that's how I started. Like, I was writing little horror news articles for them, um, but now I'm doing a recipe column, which is what I wanted all along. My evil plan worked. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I did my first one this past month. I did a recipe inspired by Slender Man, which I didn't see the movie, but I do know the story. So I did a, a literal creepypasta. <laughs> so yeah it was so cool looking too yeah it was like the squid ink yeah. pasta which looks so cool and I did some like octopus I had like some weird tentacles, tentacles on top so yeah. yeah and burrata cheese which is like cheese of the gods so um yeah so that was really fun and so I'm, I'm planning a recipe for this upcoming month for the nun which is coming out this month and looks what? terrifying so. <laughs> when you said the nun I made me think of the flying nun <laughs> was that Sally it's Fields? hilarious no, yeah, you gotta a see a picture of this nun like the the ads were so scary they had to take them off youtube because they oh were like my. these horrible like jump scare ads coming up before just like random unrelated videos which was kind of weird anyway but yeah it, it looks pretty creepy so I'm, i've got a recipe planned for that so yeah that's super fun that's cool. and i'm excited about that i'm doing more horror inspired recipes nice yeah so what about you? What you got? I wanted to mention uh, the manga Cookbook 3 is coming out September Ooh. 7th. Oh, awesome. Uh, yeah, I don't know if I've mentioned the manga Cookbook before on here, but it's by put out through Manga University is, is the, the company publisher and Yeah, I feel like we've talked about it before. That sounds familiar. Yeah, yeah. so they yeah. have uh, two other ones, uh, and the first one came out years ago. I'm not sure how many years, like many years ago, actually. Uh, and then the second one just came out last year, and now 
all of a sudden there's a third one, which Yay. is super cool. <laughs> yeah, and so um, this third one is going to be uh, like foods that are inspired by genres within anime. So like food for the mecha pilot and food for <laughs> the Lolita and food for the magical girl. And oh, that's so, like, awesome. Yeah, so, like, foods inspired by these genres or, or characters. Um, I see. Yeah, and the the previous ones, and, of course, they all, all have, you know, Japanese uh, culinary flair. If, if not specifically Japanese food, you know, it'll still have um, that flair to it. Uh, but the other, the previous books in the series, uh, cookbooks in the series, have been of... Japanese food like bento items or just kind of ones that you would see in anime oh that's um, fun yeah and so but so for this third one they're kind of going more um inspired by which is cool like cool take I see. On it. yeah that's cool yeah um and I also am admit you can weigh in on this too wanted to mention a couple of shows that I'm super excited for that are premiering this month Oh, like what? Um, I am so bad about keeping you know up with current TV. But if you know of any that you yeah. are excited for. Um, I'm like, if it's not completely out and if I can't binge it, I'm not interested. <laughs> no, yeah. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Sometimes I'll like set, I'll make a note on my calendar of like, this show is like, is coming out, like, watch it. Like I did that for Voltron last month. Voltron oh, season yeah. seven. I'm like, Voltron! So like all day, <laughs> I'll just like watch it. <laughs> um, so Netflix, uh, The Dragon Prince is coming out on September 14th. It's an animated series, uh, and we'll put a link for it. um, But it's it's a fantasy. It's an animated show. Uh, It looks really cool. Um, And then Hilda is another animated series that's coming out on Netflix um, September 21st, and that's based on a comic series. So that's really cool. Uh, and hmm. also Bella Ramsey is the, the voice of the main character, Hilda. She is the worst witch. And she's also, oh, okay. she was also in Game of Thrones, right? I, yes! I didn't oh, watch that she, far, but. Yeah, she's, she's um, yeah. A, oh man, I forgot her name. I know exactly who you're, you're talking about. Yeah. So she's yeah. the voice uh, for the main character. Anyway, it's so gonna come, It's like, going to come to me like half an hour from now. <laughs> you can just shout it out, like in the middle of whatever we're talking about. <laughs> um. So those are two shows coming up in September. There are other shows coming up that aren't in September, like Shira is in November and stuff. Leanna but... Mormont. Okay, there okay. we go. Think... Oh, man. That was going to bother me. Okay, sorry. I can, no, I can pay tell. attention to you now. <laughs> so I know there... Because it's fall, so there are a lot of other fun shows coming out. Um, but I those are the two that are like forefront of my mind right now. Okay. <laughs> um, but I, do you, I don't know. And they're both you're... on Netflix, so that's good. I know, right? So we get yeah, a whole that's, season that's, drop. That, that's... <laughs> Easy, easy to watch and yeah all at once yeah, yeah my my uh my movie is on netflix too so um nice it's yeah just easily accessible to anybody yeah the thing i'm most excited to watch like of current tv is um sharp objects which i heard is like really good and of course like torturous to watch um but it's on hbo which i don't have so um i don't have like an mm-hmm. easy way to watch it but i'll figure it out somehow a sneaky sneaky way <laughs> sneaky no, very legal legal sh- way yeah sh- don't listen so <laughs> pretend i didn't say that um cool okay well let's get into your girl walking home alone why is she alone and why well, is she walking home alone at night what's going on 
No. She's a vampire. Ooh. And she's so, alone. Yeah. And she's alone. Yeah. So I, I did a horror movie last week, and I'm like, do I really want to do another one this week? Should I change it up? And then I thought a little bit more, and I'm like, you know what? I have a huge backlog of, like, recipes I've wanted to do for different horror movies. So I'm like, I'm just going to start working through. Yeah. I'm going to put my, um, my movies and recipes up on my little Kanban board, and I'm going to start, you know, working through these things. So I'm like, yeah. So I think there's going to be quite a few horror movies coming up on the show. So buckle up. You know, people. Nice. Um, but yeah, this one is one of my favorites in recent years. And this is a good horror movie for, like, people who don't like horror movies because it's not very scary. And it's very romantic. So it does have that <laughs> element to it, which not a lot of horror movies do. Um, so if you like romantic comedies and you're not that much into horror, like, this might be good for you. But, you know, it's still very like creepy spooky atmospheric you know mm-hmm. so this is a 2014 film it is directed by Anna Lily Amirpour and she describes it as the first Iranian vampire western wow so I can't really think of any others so I think this is pretty unique um That's awesome. yeah it's, it's um it's in Farsi and but it takes place in some kind of like Yeah, it looks like a western town. Like, it's called Bad City, so it's kind of, like, it it feels very, like, all the characters in this and the place feels very archetypal, you know, and it feels like it could be, like, from, like, a comic book or a fairy tale. Like, it's kind of, you know, like, the main character um, is played by Sheila Vaughn, and um, she is just the girl. Like, she doesn't have a name. The other characters do, but she does not. She is the girl who is also a vampire. Yeah, so, let's see give you a short plot summary so like I said she's a vampire living in Bad City um there's also a young man there who his name is let's see Arash and he lives with his father who is not a great character he's addicted to heroin and you know that kind of takes over his life so Arash kind of gets mixed up with some drug dealers and this and that and the girl is living her life like she lives a very lone life like she hangs out in her apartment. She's obsessed with music, so she listens to music in her apartment. The soundtrack to this movie is amazing. Really good. Mm -hmm. I'll I'll talk about some of the specific scenes um, in a little bit. Um, But yeah, she just goes out at night and kind of stalks people, and um, their paths cross, and then they have this, like, delightful little twisted love story, and it's really, really, really sweet. And so I won't give too many, like, plot details because, like, it's you know, for anybody who wants to watch it, but I'll talk more about, like, the the atmosphere. So, it's in black and white, um, and it's, like, a really gorgeous movie, and, like, with a lot of striking imagery. In fact, I think um, the director said that she just had this image that kind of she built the movie around, which was, like, a vampire on a skateboard. <laughs> oh so, as she's, yeah, so, as, like, as she's, and this is part of the movie, like, she rides on her skateboard and her, like, her chador, which is, like, the Iranian, um, robes that are worn, um, so she wears one when she goes out, but it looks like a vampire cape, and so she gets on the (laughs) skateboard, and it's kind of fluttering behind her, and it's really, it's really cool, um, so there's, like, a lot of, like, striking imagery like that, and like I mentioned before, like, there's some really good music scenes, and, like, both my favorite scenes of the movie take place in her apartment, and so there's one where she has... 
like seeing this drug dealer guy doing some bad stuff and he doesn't really pay her any attention so she goes back to her apartment and she does what all girls do when they're getting ready to go out she puts on some awesome music she dances around and puts <laughs> makeup on and it's like yeah it's a really cool creepy scene because she's like you know she's about to get out there and do something and so she kind of like seduces him when she goes back out um, and then the other scene is, like, one of the most, like, romantic scenes I've seen in any movie ever. And it's when she, you know, like I said, she kind of crosses paths with this guy. And he has gone to a party and taken some drugs, so he's kind of out of it. So she kind of takes him back to her apartment. And you're, like, not sure what's going to happen because, after all, she is a vampire. Um, but, yeah, she just puts on some music. And they have, like, just one of the sweetest scenes ever, like... She's standing by her record player, and he approaches her, like, it's so slow, and your heart is, like, pounding the whole time, because you're like, what is going to happen? And then they just embrace, and it's so sweet, and it's like, mm. oh, it's, it's darling. Um, so, yeah, it's just, like, a really cool, interesting movie. It's got some, like, feminist undertones, although, again, the director said she didn't, like, set out to make a feminist movie, but, like the kind of people that the the vampire ends up or the girl ends up attacking are like bad dudes dudes that have like done awful shit to women mm. you know so she mm-hmm. kind of targets these people and she you know there there's a scene where she follows a little girl and you're not sure what's going to happen and that turns out kind of different than you think so i won't give too much mm-hmm. detail um, but yeah, it's just like a really cool, interesting movie. Like one little fun fact, it's produced by Elijah Wood, who actually has done like several horror movies. And like I said, her apartment's really cool. Like she lives in this little like basement apartment and um, but because she loves music, she's got like posters of pop stars up all over the place. And they're like pretty <laughs> famous posters that you would recognize. But there's one of the Bee Gees and um, because they couldn't they couldn't get the rights to like the actual images for some reason, they recreated all these posters with different people and they're just kind of like obscured. And I think Elijah Wood is like one of the Bee Gees on this poster. <laughs> <laughs> so I just, that's just like a little fun fact that I thought was hilarious. So, um, yeah, so it's just a, a really cool movie. Nice. That sounds like a lot of fun. You said it's on Netflix. It is on or Netflix. It's on, yeah. Okay, I'm gonna have to. So watch we're it now. <laughs> yeah, we're getting into spooky season. Yeah, this one's not gonna scare the crap out of you. The scary parts <laughs> in it are more like there's lots of tension. You know, there's one scene in particular which is like so mm-hmm. scary. Like she's across the street from I, I believe it's his his father, if I remember correctly. Sorry, I, w- I watched this a while back. Um, and she's across the street from him, and they're both walking, and he stops, and she stops. And he's not sure if she's just, like, over there, but then it becomes very clear that she's kind of, like, stalking him. Like, he'll start walking, and she starts walking, and then they stop. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's very unsettling, you know? So there's nothing, like, this isn't, like, a very gory movie or anything, but it is very, there are some, like, kind of tense scenes. So, mm-hmm. yeah. But, yeah, just very lovely overall. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to get into the food. There's not a lot of food in this movie. However. (laughs) Well, there is for her. (laughs) Well, yes, there's lots of, um, you know, drinking blood, but, you know, for us mere humans, like, um, 
I thought I'd do something else. So I've been brainstorming this for a while because I love this movie so much that like I had I've wanted to do something for a while. Oh, and just a little side note, I did dress up as her like several Halloweens ago. Oh, cool. <laughs> yeah, she has like a very cool like look you know she's she just wears like black pants and a stripy shirt and I I had a robe not a shador that's cultural appropriation I'm not Iranian um but I had vampire teeth which was my favorite part it was great <laughs> I have a picture maybe I'll put it in the show notes <laughs> yeah I totally want to see that <laughs> I was like did no, you ride a skateboard did oh that would have been the best I, and even then I was like nobody's gonna know who I am but because I have vampire teeth I'll just be like some random vampire It'll work. (laughs) (laughs) So for food, so since I've been brainstorming, I'm like, I want to do something like deep and blood red. And because it's Iranian, I want to do an Iranian dish and I want to have pomegranate. I'm obsessed with pomegranate. Any opportunity I get to use it, I will. And it's a staple of Iranian cuisine. So I was like, I have quite a few options. So I'll tell you about a couple of things I thought about doing and then what I'm going to end up doing. And I've gotten pretty bad about making my recipes before this podcast. (laughs) I know, me too. (laughs) I'm like, this is what I'm going to make. But like so often we record on Sundays and like Sunday's my cooking day. So like we'll record in the morning and I'll make it in the afternoon. So (laughs) I haven't made it yet, but I've made similar things. So I know it's going to come good. The first thing I thought about make, making is a soup called, okay, this is going to be bad pronunciation, ash and nar, which is pomegranate soup. And so what that is, is you make like meatballs, which are like lovely spiced and delicious. And then this like really flavorful herb broth. And then you put pomegranate molasses and it looks delicious. Pomegranate However, molasses. Yes. These all have pomegranate molasses in it, which you can buy in um, like Middle Eastern markets or it's very easy to make. Like I've made it several times before. You just get that like pomegranate juice and then mm-hmm. just cook cook it down on the stove until it's about like a third of the original volume so it's just like nice and syrupy and so usually like you'll put it in at the end and it just gives like like a beautiful color first of all but also just like a really like kind of tart succulent taste that like makes everything else taste good Mm -hmm. yeah really nice um so but i'm not gonna make this soup because it's similar to another um dish i want to make for a different movie because i've got like a whole list of stuff Mm-hmm. You, you know about like the list capital t capital l oh yes <laughs> and then another thing i thought about making is um fesenjan which is a, a stew that's flavored with um pomegranates and ground walnuts mm. i love using nuts as like a thickener like there's lots of um any like mugli recipe like a lot of times has like ground almonds so a lot of these like I used to make a lot of like rich Pakistani stews and a lot of them have like ground almonds or something this one has ground walnuts and so I love like yeah ground nuts in a dish but what I'm gonna end up making is Koresh Badanjan which is an eggplant stew but it also has pomegranate molasses. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, because you love. gotta have that like blood look. <laughs> yes, blood. So yeah, so it's it's eggplant, and I'm gonna put lentils and then tomatoes, like and just everything. You cook it in a pot. You don't stir it too much because you kind of want everything to have its own texture. 
So it like ends up stewing together. It's kind of like a ratatouille, you know, but like stovetop or whatever. Oh. And everything gets like really nice and cooked down and caramelized. And then at the end, you put the pomegranate molasses. And so it's like a really deep, beautiful red color. Um, yeah, and you can eat it over rice. Yeah, it's just like a stewy dish. And so that's what I'm going to end up making. Mm, nice. That sounds good. Yeah, so I'm like, I want something blood red and Iranian and containing pomegranate. So there's three options for you, but I'm going to end up making the third. <laughs> Yeah, they all sound really good. I, yeah. Yeah, pom- pomegranates. I love, like, pomegranate juice and stuff. It's so pretty. Oh, like, it's gorgeous. Yeah. Yeah, all of those foods sound really, really good. Yes. Yeah, I, I'm, I'll look forward. I always look forward to seeing your photographs because <laughs> I, li- I really like the food that you make. It's, like, so nice. It's, like, well, culture, <laughs> culture and elegant and, like... <laughs> all the flavors yeah i think like as we as we all do like i've kind of developed a style over the years you know like i'll look back at my earlier stuff and I'm like hmm this is interesting but yeah, yeah I've kind of like i've kind <laughs> of settled too. into this yeah. thing you know yeah so that's that's the plan nice well, i'm <laughs> gonna check out that movie later. yeah it's really good <laughs> i recommend it and like i said it's not it's not very scary so if you're not like a horror fan um yeah, like you, me. you can you can still but can I have still been, enjoy it. Yeah, it it's it'll be good for the kick that I've been on for watching. Oh like, yeah, the you are on a, stuff. This this yeah. definitely fits right in your in your spooky yeah, that's what kick. I was thinking. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and and as we were talking about beforehand, like it's still August, but fall is in view. We know it's coming. Like it's mm-hmm. almost here. <laughs> so can almost taste it. Yeah, everybody so. is wanting it hardcore like posts and everything. Like on Twitter. I know. Like, people like, are like it's Halloween fall. like <laughs> Halloween stuff is starting to come out. Yeah, and I was just telling you, like I live in the South. Like it is hot as hell. The full month of September and like most of October. So like yeah, we really never mm-hmm. get that like kind of fall flavor until like Halloween's over and it's kind of a you know, it's kind of a yeah. bummer. But, but I'm, gonna pretend, to see I'm gonna pretend I'm gonna pretend it so bad, like Yes. I'm gonna Halloween be like pu- stuff, yeah. pumpkin spicing so hard. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Nice. <laughs> Love it. It's my favorite season. <laughs> Alright, so let's hear about yours. Yeah, Delilah Dirk. Delilah Dirk is a comic series by Tony Cliff, and you're talking about Vampire Girl, which reminded me of this one scene in the first comic when Delilah Dirk and her soon-to-be traveling companion meet for the first time, and he says, I've made tea for you. She says, no thank you, I only drink the blood of my enemies. Oh, I love it. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, and then she says, tell her, she assures him it's a joke. I may but have to she's, use that line. Yeah, she's she's like that. She's very playful. So Delilah Dirk is wait, what is how would she describe the international swordswoman of mystery? Something like like she like she has a subtitle sometimes like. Oh, so I she, just googled it. I think you actually showed this to me when you were here. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes, I remember yeah. this. Oh, great, wonderful. <laughs> yeah, I think when when I visited last summer, uh, I brought one or two yes yeah i remember this oh cool it looks awesome yeah it's so it's super fun um she is a master yeah 47 different 
sword techniques. She's been all over the world. She's the child of a Greek mother and a British father. And it's, the setting is the 1800s, so like the early 1800s. Okay. And, and she she's just she's just all over the place, adventuring and not give you know caring a crap about you know any like what people think or anything it's like she's just a lot of fun and she is she's very fallible too which is which makes her character more interesting like she slips up like she's about to make some do some cool move or like carry out the, her plan to like get such and such a treasure or whatever and then she like trips or sneezes or something and then like <laughs> things go awry and then there's oh so it's yeah it's a lot of fun so so far there are three volumes the third volume just came out in early august and there is also a little short story that i'll put a link to um that that's available online it was actually started as from my understanding started around like 2007 or so as an as a webcomic. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, and then it was picked up uh, for comics. It's published, it's currently published by First Second. First Second is one of the companies I try to keep an eye on because I, I like what they put out. And so this is one where, like, it's so fun and I'm excited about it. And I'm like, so I'm going to be all over the place. I'm trying, I'm going to try. <laughs> I'm going to try to, like. <laughs> I like when you get excited. Stay in a straight like, line here. Yeah, yeah. No, no, meander. Meander away. (laughs) So, volume one was published 2013. So, this collects kind of like the... the first bit of the webcomic. I I think um, in 2007, Tony Cliff self-published like a short short comic um, version of of this. Um, And so that kind of worked its way into the first part of what is now available, Delilah Lurk and the Turkish Lieutenant, 2013. So this is where she meets Salim, who is her, becomes her traveling companion. So I guess spoiler, because that's kind of what the, <laughs> the whole first book, it's like, they are thrown together. Like, it's poor Salim. <laughs> like, he, he's just, he's more of a pacifist. Like, he's very smart. Uh, he is, like, amazing at making tea. And like there's in the very beginning, there's a passage where like he he's at a an eating establishment and he has some tea and he's about to leave and the proprietor comes up. He's like, oh, no, it's it's on the house. And Salim is like, no, I'm I have to like I'm going to pay. And the guy's like, no, you, you don't need to pay. Like and, and and then Salim's like, well, if I can guess the ingredients of this tea you have to let me pay like (laughs) and and so he's like let's see first red rooibos then hmm hibiscus cinnamon cloves and elderberries raspberries too Sichuan peppercorns black cardamom rose petals rose hips and um pink pink peppercorns (laughs) and the guy's like wow (laughs) but yeah so yeah yeah he's super tea guy and so that kind of that works this way you know, just kind of subtly throughout the series, right? If Delilah is, you know, getting upset or, or like frustrated about something or needs to uh, like decompress after a, you know, a big adventure, then he'll 
he'll give her make a cup of tea and she'll just like be able to just (laughs) relax and like end up falling asleep or something um yeah and so he's the level-headed part of the duo and she is just reckless and like just is curious about like oh what maybe there's a a treasure or adventure or whatever like she doesn't care about money or anything she just wants to go and have fun and they do like they help people out um and and things like that along the way so she they meet because she goes to constantinople to like steal some scrolls and he is a lieutenant in the janissary corps and because he can speak english he she's caught um, and he goes to like interrogate her, but he just makes her tea and they have a conversation. <laughs> like there was no need to, yeah, I mean, he's, he's not that kind of guy anyway, but, um, and then, so he's reporting what he learned and then the, his superior is, he's just a crappy guy and he's like, what, how do you know all this stuff? Like, do you believe her? Like that she is actually this amazing like, that she has traveled the world and knows all these sword skills and that she even has a flying ship. Like, and that... So this is historical fiction, but there's a flying ship, so... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so there's, like, that... <laughs> That's a fantastic touch, yeah. Yeah, which is it's a fun fun thing. Of course she has a flying... A little little flying boat. It's really cute. Um, and then she breaks out because she's very amazing like that. And then... Salim's superior thinks that they're obviously in league with one another. <laughs> like, he must have helped her escape. And anyway, so all this craziness ensues. The superior, this guy, like, orders the soldiers to kill Salim and kill Delilah. Like, and then so they're running for their lives, and she's she saves him. And he's reluctant at first, but then he, like, goes along, goes along with her and... And then they just have different adventures, and he's like, what is going on? What's, this is crazy. I mean, I don't want to spoil it, but, but they do end up, they part ways for a little while, and then, I mean, it's not really a spoiler, because he's in the other books, so it's kind of obvious that right. he <laughs> does decide to continue traveling with her. Like, he, at the end of the first volume, he's like, yeah, like, the quiet life, now that I've tasted adventure, like... It seems kind of boring. Like, it's pleasant, but it's kind of boring also. Mm-hmm. And so he goes to find her. And then they have more crazy adventures. And that's <laughs> some, something that I love about this series. And I was realizing it after reading the, the most recent one. Is that what I really love about this is that she is... She's a, so a female main character, but she's not sexualized at all. Like, she's not drawn... Mm-hmm in the way that a lot of comic heroines are drawn <laughs> or females in in any me- medium these days really like por- portrayed you know she's right. not sexualized she i mean she's female <laughs> and she has to put up with chauvinistic and masochistic um misogyn- masochistic no misogynistic anyway she has to put up with like dumb guys because of the time period and cultures mm-hmm. that they visit but salim like it's interesting because salim in the beginning he's like what a woman like but he's not as terrible as that like the other people around him but it's still like he has a little bit of a 
like a, a time period where he's, you know, just learning who she is and how she works and, and like, but, but he just falls into pace with her. Like it's, it's really cool. Their relationship is really cool. Cause it's not a, there's no romance. I mean, if there is, it's really, it's that kind where, I mean, I, there's nothing in the story that is like romance or anything, but they have like quiet or calm moments where they just seem like a perfect pair. Like, like in the future, you could see that they would, you know, if the if Tony Cliff does decide to have them be in a relationship, like it would just be very organic, if that makes mm-hmm. sense. Yeah, yeah. But there is, but there is no, you know wink wink nudge nudge or anything yeah yeah Uh, and that's something i just really appreciate about these books um so yeah there's so again it's the 1800s so the second book is the king's shilling delilah jerk and the king's shilling and so we learn more about her background because she goes back to england and we meet her mom and um and there's intrigue with like a a traitor um because it's during a war with the british and the french and so there's, yeah, there's intrigue with that. And then the newest one, The Pillars of Hercules, uh, is more of the, um, like, ancient ruin exploration adventure story. And, yeah, that's that's a lot of fun. And so they find, it's, it's like they're on the trail of looking down, finding clues and finding this, like, ancient city. And stuff happens. <laughs> so, yeah, it's, like, these are very cinematic which is really cool because well, a couple years ago uh, it was announced that Disney bought the rights to Delilah Dirk and the I, I mean rights get bought all the time and a lot of things just sit in limbo so hopefully this will one day be made into a movie um, but Disney is thinking about making it into a live action movie which would be really cool. Oh yeah, that and, would be cool. Seems like it. But would I would just be so afraid that they would would put romance in it because we're like, oh, we, it's a movie. We have to put romance or whatever. Yeah, but, like, but maybe not. It's. I mean, uh, it seems like the, there yeah. are like more and more movies recently that like doesn't have to have that component. You know. Yeah. So I hope that like, they're so less like for, if it gets made. Yeah. 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 I hope that they do that. Um. And so that's pretty cool. I mean, there's not really a lot of information about it, um, but just that someday, <laughs> but, like people are describing it as Indiana Jones with a female lead. Yeah, like, which which is cool. And I love the art style. Like I'm looking at it now. Like the color palette's mm-hmm. beautiful. It's like so earthy and like rich. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah the art's really nice. And it's interesting uh, art wise. The first volume. Because it was uh, produced so many years ago, you can see, like, if you look at the first volume and then the third volume, mm-hmm. the art style, you could see, like... Oh, you can see the progression. The art style has definitely, yeah, progressed, has evolved. Um, I mean, the first the first volume, it's good, um, but it's a little bit more cartoony, I guess. Mm, I see. I mean, not super, but, you know, you, uh, but then this the most recent one, yeah, it's just... It's so good, like so detailed. I love the line work. Yeah, and you said the colors. Um, so food-wise, there is not a ton of food. Um, there's a lot Sounds of like tea. Sounds like there's tea. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of tea. 
And there's a lot of, like, Mediterranean uh, food, I mean, like, that you can kind of see in the background. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, not a lot, but of the food that is <laughs> in the series, often it will be, like, Mediterranean. And in the short story, The Seeds of Good Fortune, I think that's what it's called. Yeah, Delilah Dirk and the Seeds of Good Fortune. It's all about apples. I haven't read that one yet. It's so I keep I keep forgetting that I haven't I haven't <laughs> like I bought it a, a while ago and but so after I, we record this podcast I'm gonna read it. <laughs> maybe I'll make maybe I'll make another food. I I have made a food for Delilah Dirk, um, but maybe I'll make some apple thing. Yeah, so it's all about apples. Apple uh, tea. Yeah, and and then dates are mentioned. And especially in the new, in the new volume, dates are mentioned twice. It's kind of funny because it makes me wonder if, because so at the end of the book, Salim is like just chowing down. There's like a bowl of dates, and he just keeps eating them, and he and Delilah are just like sitting outside under an umbrella, like at, at a table um, with a big umbrella, and just talking about their adventure that they just had and he says like they're talking about who, which one of them is going to die first like that sounds kind of morbid but it's not <laughs> he says well you have a long future ahead of you with which to establish a rich foundation of noble accounts besides i will happily offer to correct anyone's misgivings rest assured and then she says you'll inscribe the walls of my shrine wait you think you'll outlive me and then <laughs> so they <laughs> <laughs> so they go, they banter back and forth about it like they do. It's really cute. And then she's like, well, you have eaten a lot of those dates I poisoned. And he's like, <coughs> and then the ne- in the next panel, he's like, <laughs> gives her this like side eye. And then they both just laugh and she's eaten a date. Yeah. Anyway, it's, it's just, they have a really great rapport together. Mm-hmm. Because, Sounds like. Yeah, they... Like, they can just, there are a couple panels where they're just, like, looking at each other, giving looks at, at each other as if they're, like, communicating with their eyes, and the other person, the third person in the scene, like, doesn't know what they're talking about. That's <laughs> really cute. So the food that I made is really simple. Uh, it's just feta-stuffed dates. Ooh, yum! <laughs> I mean, I wanted to do something easy. Um, I mean, I was thinking of a lot of different things, like mm-hmm. a date cake, I thought, uh, like just, you know, different ideas. And then I was like, you know, it'd be nice just to do something really simple because Salim is just chowing down on these loose dates. Um, so I thought it'd be kind of cool just to do uh, something simple, like an appetizer that you could also just chill out under an umbrella outside and have a bowl of. <laughs> yeah. But I wanted to zazz it up a little bit. Um so feta and then some fresh thyme and uh, chopped walnuts and oh my goodness that sounds uh, orange zest ooh orange zest mi- mix it all together yeah and then just take your like not the not the dried dates but the ones that still have the seeds in them that are more like meaty not squished mm-hmm. <laughs> and anyway and just yeah just slit them open take out the seed and then put the feta in and if you want you can like toast it a little bit in the oven or if not you know they're, they're good both ways and I really man like dates are hecka sweet 
Yes. Like, like that's what people, sometimes people use dates as sweetener for their smoothies and stuff. Right, right. Yeah. Just throw like a couple in there. They're like crazy sweet. So, like, there are some recipes um, for like these similar kind of appetizers that have prosciutto mm-hmm. in them. Um, yep. And I I've didn't made, buy um... any. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. Well, I didn't buy any, but after making that, because I was like, well, I don't want to get like too you know, far away from just a simple, like, date thing. Um, but after I made it, and it, it tastes good, but the date is just, like, so sweet. And so I'm like, yeah, I would do wish that I had put some prosciutto, like, stuff, <laughs> hi- hidden some prosciutto, like, underneath the feta inside the date, like, because I don't oh, want yeah. the prosciutto to be, like, very, vi- like, just wrap it around it or whatever. But I, but I know that's a thing is, like, bacon or because yeah. you've done the what is it the devil the on de- devil's on horseback, horseback. and yeah, yeah that's exactly yeah what i did like i'll yeah but i bet like the the salty feta is really good with the like sweet date like i love sweet and salty together yeah that's well that's what i was thinking that the feta would be enough but i mean but, like, maybe for dates. some people it's enough but for me i was like oh i can you, still, you like, needed to date. balance out the salty oh, part so, of it yeah, yeah it's like it needs more salt <laughs> yeah, I made, well, yeah, I did make devils on hor- horseback, and, um, like, a lot of people, yeah, you can make them with prosciutto or bacon. I used, mm-hmm. um, I got at the halal market, so, you know, like, no pork, so I, I did applewood smoked breakfast beef, <laughs> which was yeah. this, like, beef bacon, and it was, like, delicious, mm. and so, yeah, I did date stuffed with goat cheese and wrapped them with this, like, mm. quote, breakfast beef, but you could use, like, any bacon or whatever. And yeah, it was really yeah. good because it was pretty well balanced between like the salty and the sweet. Because yeah, you're right. Like dates are super sweet and sticky and like. Yeah. But still, like, I mean, I like your vegetarian version because like, yeah, I would definitely make that. Well, I also delicious. wanted to, yeah, try, to, try yeah. to do like a vegetarian. But then I was like, well, what else can like, how can we add more salt? But I guess it, it of course, it's all to the palate. So like the just the basic recipe is just stuff yeah. some salty cheese some salty kind of powerful cheese inside yeah you could use like halloumi <laughs> halloumi is a good one i guess yeah, yeah but feta is really good yeah yeah um and then yeah and then like some kind of nut also because so i think that adds a really nice texture that um, sounds I mean, great i wouldn't have thought to nice put one of the bitter a little bit and, yeah but yeah, yeah. but you could delicious. do other yeah um and then in the past i almost forgot in the past uh last or this past November, um, I made kurabie tea biscuits Ooh. inspired by Delilah Dirk. So kurabie are traditional Turkish tea biscuits. Okay, uh, and sometimes it's with a K or with a Q, um, depending on what country. But it's all like in the, the same region. Like a, it's, it's just kind of a, an almond, like a simple almond tea cookie. And sometimes, depending on the size of your teacup, I guess... And the size of your cookie <laughs> or biscuit. Uh, some people put them over, put the cookies over their cup of tea. So then the heat from the tea kind of like softens the cookie. Ooh, I love that technique. And so I just kind of discovered this uh, traditional biscuit and then totally changed it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, like, cause there's so many I do that too. Different... I have no reverence yeah. for whatever I'm cooking. I'm like, just... <laughs> Don't yeah. care. I'm gonna because <laughs> there's so many different versions of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I knew I wanted to do something like tea related and something from the the region. And so, um, 
so yeah so i just i mean so it's not i don't know i don't know maybe it's authentic in somebody's household oh yeah it looks like a lot of these are like thumbprint cookies but yeah i looked them up and you're right there are like a million different versions so i think i think you're good yours are so pretty they have pistachios thanks yeah i wanted to add that color and put a plus the um, raisins like delilah dirk i think of like the craisin color or or like pomegranates when you're saying pomegranates like that kind of that color like deep like what maroon or like that deep red burgundy yeah that kind of color um so yeah so those were fun delicious fun biscuits to make so i love how we didn't discuss what we were going to do beforehand and we both ended up doing like middle eastern stuff (laughs) yeah it was like a nice (laughs) coincidence (laughs) yeah yeah you can have mine mine for Yours for a starter, mine for dinner, and then these for dessert. Dessert. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> That's a perfect meal. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, and I just I just wanted to end with one thing that um, Tony Cliff said. So he's a, a comic creator that lives in British Columbia in Vancouver. Um, and he said, part of the inspiration for, Delilah Dirk, for the Delilah Dirk series was reading mainstream superhero comics back in the late 90s. And finding that all the female characters were almost, without exception, completely humorless. This contrasted heavily with the actual human women I knew and counted as friends, and I wanted to bring that missing element to the type of comics I liked. Oh, I love so I that. that was, yeah, I thought that was pretty, pretty cool. Yeah, girls are hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Well, great. So we'll post recipes and um, links to anything we talked about on our website fictionkitchenpodcast.com yeah and you can keep up to date with us on instagram at fiction kitchen podcast and on twitter at fk pod thanks so much for listening yeah we'll catch you next time bye